When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Geekscapist, Jonathan the Podfather here, and when I first started Geekscape back in 2006, it was just a podcast, but then it grew into a podcast network and a community, and the whole plan was to turn it into a production company so we could make cool films and TV ideas and all sorts of stuff for you guys. We'll always be doing the podcast, but right now I want to let you guys know that we're running a Seed and Spark campaign for one of our first original productions. And this is a co-production with Dweeb Darlings and Fonco Studios called Stocking LeVar. It's a continuation of the web series Stocking LeVar. If you go online, go to YouTube or dweebdarlings.com and look for Stocking LeVar and you guys will find a pretty fun two seasons of this show. We're going to make a short film out of it, but we're going to need your help. So go to seedandspark.com, search Stocking LeVar, as in LeVar Burton, and you'll find our project. Listen, if you can't donate, it's okay. Just follow and share. That'll help us out a whole lot. And then if you can donate, as some of your fellow Geekscapists have, we'd appreciate that too. The campaign's going to be running for a while, so I really, really appreciate you guys checking it out, and enjoy the rest of this show. Hey! Maybe I'm just nostalgic, or maybe it's truly magical. This is Andrew. And I'm Brooke. And this is the Diz Nito Podcast. Guys, last week, Brooke couldn't remember what movie Maleficent was in, so, Brooke, we decided... <laughs> to fire me from the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Done. No, just kidding. We love you. Um, no, we decided, much like when I hadn't seen Moana, we needed to bone up on our overall Disney knowledge, so producer Matt got a copy of Sleeping Beauty. Somehow it's in the vault, but he still managed to get a copy of it, but he grabbed it for us to watch. <laughs> now, instead of doing a running commentary of the movie, because that's far too long of an episode, what we're going to do is watch the movie and pause it every 30 or so minutes or whenever we have something to say um, to record our thoughts and feelings of the movie. Um, so, Andrew, when was the last time you saw Sleeping Beauty? Exactly. Me too. Pre, pre-millennial, <laughs> probably. And probably saw it once. I was probably sub six years old. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So that's been a, a minute. To be honest, I have at this point no real recollection of the storyline or anything like that. So this is kind of going to be like seeing it for the first time. I mean, I didn't even remember Maleficent was in this. So you you know what kind <laughs> of knowledge I'm working with. Yeah, this will be good. Hopefully. Um, um, our, our, <laughs> we have a disclaimer. Our setup for watching the movie is a little rigged. Um, couldn't so I don't have a DVD player. I bought this. It's on 2018 DVD for you guys. Yeah, he bought it on DVD. It's 2018, Matt. <laughs> it's 2018. We need digital copies. Um, <laughs> Give so me I, that pirated version. <laughs> I tried to find it. I have Apple TV, so I tried to find it on every app. It's not available. I tried to put the DVD into a disc player connected to my Mac, and then 
airplay it to my TV. That wasn't working. So what I did was I downloaded the YouTube app, um, found, <laughs> found a version on YouTube that this guy... So this is the setup. We're watching a video of a guy's very fancy living room with his 120-inch curved screen TV, <laughs> and he's playing Sleeping Beauty for us to watch. And it is super high quality, but the TV itself only takes up a quarter of my actual TV, so it's it's just weird. I wish I could take a picture and show you all what we're working with here. Oh, producer Matt Kelly's going to snap a photo. Check the Facebook page to or see maybe what we're doing Twitter? here. Or the Twitter. And tweet us about it. Yeah. So, yeah, this is what we're working with here. Sorry. Uh, um, real quick before we start. Oh. Here's a quick thing from the Wikipedia page. Okay. Uh, Sleeping Beauty is a 1959 American animated musical fantasy film produced by Walt Disney based on the Sleeping Beauty. Uh, it is the 19th Disney animated feature film. It was released on January 29th. Uh, and this would be the last Disney adaptation of a fairy tale for some years because of its initial mixed reaction reception and its underperformance at the box office. The studio actually did not return to the genre until 30 years later after Walt Disney died in 1966 with the release of 1989's The Little Mermaid. All right, let's see so this right. murdered the why it was the film. worst. <laughs> so this was the last. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm going to hit play. Are we ready? We got our wine. I'll see you guys later. I know you. I walked with you once upon a dream. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. So we got through the first like 29, 30 minutes. <clears throat> Thoughts? Um, first thought is this is not actually projecting from someone's TV in their living room. This is a shitty Photoshop job <laughs> of, you know, <laughs> a movie playing in in someone's living room, but it's not actually. It's uh, such a bad Photoshop It's horrible. Job. Um, so. The movie. The movie. Thus far, I am really bored. Mm-hmm. I have to admit. We're 28 minutes in, so we've got an hour left, like almost exactly an hour left. And I, uh, I'm i bored. I hope the last 15 minutes are credits. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about that first scene of bullshit. So which one? When they're all like, oh, hail Princess Aurora. Or are you talking about the, so I have, these are the, so I'll read off some of the notes that I have and we'll go from there. Yes. First of all, opening theme not thrilling at all what what's it once upon a dream yeah but it's like the just like a very like bland it certain disney songs were like this and then other ones weren't but it's like a very snoozy yeah it's, and then we have the book opening where it's the the live action book which they did previously that's how the adventures of ichabod crane and Mr. Toad was, was it was live action books and they would open it and it would like zoom mm-hmm. into the book for the story. But mm-hmm. I don't remember if they did that for other things outside of that. They, I mean, they did it for Winnie the Pooh later on. Mm-hmm. But, um, I wasn't done for Snow White or Cinderella, was it? I don't think so. And it's not done for Cinderella. I know that for sure. I don't think it's done for Snow White either, but maybe. Hmm. Um, 
I didn't like the whole marching procession thing after Aurora was born where they're singing Hail Princess Aurora yeah. and all that. That was just kind of drawn out and weird. It reminded me of like the Who's in Whoville in the Grinch cartoon, the way that they were moving and the way that they yeah. were shaped. Like it was very weird. It was very weird. South Parky movements. <laughs> yeah. It's a little shuffling. Um, I ha- I'm very disturbed that Prince Philip is like 12 years old and being promised to a newborn baby and he's looking at her in the crib, the, in the little bassinet, just staring like, yep, I'm going to get that. That's yeah. weird. And it's creepy and it made me feel uncomfortable. So he's not into it. He's looking at a newborn babe being He's told, not even a toddler. They're not even like, oh, look at my, my toddler's son. We'll, yeah. you know, betroth them. He's He can wipe his own ass. That's how old he is. <laughs> like, he's old enough. I mean, and during that time, at 12 years old, he's like. You're a man. He's a man. You should have kids by now. So it's. Basically, an adult being promised a newborn baby to procreate with mm-hmm. upon her blossoming, blossoming, <laughs> which they then kind of lead into with that whole red floral tunnel. Yeah. So every time the fairy godmothers like bestowed a gift upon her, I mean, of course, it's beauty and song and all the important aspects to a woman. <laughs> Um, I hated that little like weird like galaxy thing that would appear yeah. and then like you LSD up into this like <laughs> little, you know, thing and I don't know what's going on and it was weird. And then Maleficent just shows up and she's all pissed she wasn't invited and they're like, oh, but you're not going to be mad, right? And she's like, no, but I'm going to kill this bitch. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, no. And it's like, you couldn't stop that at all? Maleficent is honestly the best part of this movie so far, though, by like a by a wide margin. I like, mean, she has the most character development for sure. Yeah. She, but she, like, I like the drawing style of her. I like her mannerisms are like the only thing that seems like a genuine human being. How they would mm-hmm. act, like everything else, is so like perfection fairy mm-hmm. tale world that it's it's kind of jarring. And it's weird to think that this followed Lady and the Tramp. Like that was the movie that came out right before this one. That's weird. Lady and the Tramp is so much better already. Yeah. Um and then uh Aurora going to live or be raised by the fairy godmothers. Mhm. It's just weird. I think it's just weird. And she they kind of, they skip the whole childhood. We didn't know nothing about that, and then mm-hmm. one day she's just thirty, aka sixteen. Mm-hmm. She looks old as hell. Thirteen going on thirty <laughs> for real. Yeah, and um, was sent to pick berries while the fairy godmothers prepare her birthday gown and and then cake. there's just like five minutes of her doing opera in the woods with birds, copying Snow White. It's just it's freaking weird, dude. Yeah. It's favorite boring. Line. It's boring. Well, favorite the, line so far was the... Uh, this dress doesn't even look good or yeah. something like that. Because yeah. it's on you. <laughs> yes, because it's on you, dear. It's like, oh, savage. Throw in shade in 1959. Yeah, flora. <laughs> it's, so they've been living without magic for 16 years and none of them know how to bake. Yeah, what have they been eating? Just berries. Berries. <laughs> berries. The whole time. Fucking berries. Let's see. Is there any That's other why one? her lips are so pink. The berries. Yeah, I like how Maleficent already knows what this young baby child infant Aurora is going to look like when she's 16. You know, another thought. She's had these, her hunchmen, hench animals. The pigs. The pigs. Searching for Aurora for 16 years. 
And at that, and at the end of that, is when she realizes they were searching for a baby the whole time. So my thing is, why? If you knew, is she, she not like, managing her employees? Yeah. What is she doing? <laughs> they are running wild. You just there. send them away for sixteen years They're and don't wild. follow up. Yeah. <laughs> Give them some help. Be like, this bitch has blonde hair and ruby red lips. She's a Taylor Swift lookalike. Yeah. Go find her. She sings. And they're like, oh, damn, this whole time we were looking for a baby, Maleficent. Shit, we'll go find her. Cradle? Yeah. And she's what? like, you're looking for a baby? <laughs> it's like, well, you should be a little more, you know, explicit in what you're looking for. And I can already get the sense that her parents never followed up to really see how she was doing through her childhood. You could tell right away that they were that yeah, kind they're, of out of touch. They were just like, oh, bye. Okay. Mm. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> a couple other things here uh, I wrote down. It feels like there's a song every five minutes, but none of them are catchy. What, um, was there I already a song? forgot them. What yeah. songs? <laughs> it was, was kind of just chanting of the <laughs> script behind yeah. the script. Um, and then I have that you are building your Hocus Pocus Sleeping Beauty connection. I am. The three uh, fairy godmothers are actually just the Sanderson sisters. And the book in the beginning is just the book of spells. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying something's going on here. That's real. Uh, we had a note about beauty sinister picking berries. Smart. Yeah. Why is she just like giving them this evil like smile as she goes off to pick berries? Very snarky. I mean, obviously, I think what they're getting at is that she knows they're up to something, but it's weird and kind of out of place. Like, you guys. Yeah, it's very grinchy almost. Yeah. They're very, I noticed they're very expressive with the eyebrows. Mm-hmm. In in the animation here, a lot of eyebrow movement amongst the characters. My thing is like we're thirty minutes in, and I have no emotional attachment to Aurora whatsoever. We're thirty minutes in, and Sleeping Beauty's still awake. Well, I mean, there's still an hour left. That's a long time to be asleep. I don't know if it's actually ninety <laughs> minutes though, because the back of this DVD case says seventy four minutes. Yeah, That's I mean, we could spend you know twenty minutes just looking at this guy's fake ass living room. <laughs> I, I'm not sure, but. It's boring. It's boring. I mean, right now we're looking at Prince Philip. You know, he's got to be like 47 at this point. (laughs) Um, I mean, that's cool, I guess. Starting to collect his pension. I'm bored. Maybe it'll pick it up. I don't know. The trees are done really well, though. This was published on October 21st of 2017. This guy couldn't do a better Photoshop job in 2017. Come on. All right, let's start start it again and see where the next. All right, let's hope things get better. I was looking into some of the information on this particular movie on the Wikipedia page, specifically with its um, release. So it says that uh, it during its original run it grossed approximately five point three million in the theaters. Uh, but its production costs totaled $6 million, uh, which made it the most expensive Disney film up until that point, over twi- twice as expensive as the preceding three films, Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan, and Lady and the Tramp, which I think all three of those movies look better than yeah. this movie. They're more fantastic. Um, and it talks about how basically like Disney had to do their first ever layoffs because of how much of a flop this movie was. Well... I know why. But here's the thing. So critically, it was they raved about the animation, and it says here 
nevertheless, the film has sustained a strong following and today is hailed as one of the best animated films ever made. Uh, it is heavily talked about, Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, it, it's lush music score and the character of Melissa, Maleficent, whose popularity led her to be the flagship villain for the Disney Villains franchise, uh, and its large format 70 millimeter widescreen and stereophonic sound presentation. So I feel like the movie's more hailed for like it's I feel like this is comparable to like Fantasia where it's like it did a lot of like technical things that animated It was like first yeah. for things. But like I don't think it's it's not The story is garbage. It's very slow. It's so slow. I feel like nothing has happened. I keep yawning. She so we we're an hour in now and she's met Prince Philip, even though she doesn't know that it's Prince Philip and that that's her betrothed. Um, hilarious that she finds this man in the woods or like he finds her and she doesn't flip the hell out. Cause I would. And they start dancing. Well, she kind of, she kind of is like, no <laughs> pulls away. She's playing hard to get. She's, like we discussed, as we're watching this, we're like, damn, she's thirsty as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she wants that Prince D. and She's hot and cold. Yeah. He's like ready to give it to her. And she starts running away. And he's like, when will I see you again? And she screams, never, <laughs> never. <laughs> and keeps it. running, gets back home. And she's like, I met a man. He's meeting me here tonight. And I'm like, whoa, bitch. <laughs> you just scream never in his face. You're, you're making her sound more angry than she was. I think it's hilarious because he goes, when will I see you again? She goes, oh, never. <laughs> like, very, like, No, I thought she Maybe she was being it. sarcastic? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. All I know is her speaking voice does not match with her singing voice No, so at she's all. like, oh, I'm Aurora. And she's like, whoa. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Two songs pretty much back to back. There was I Wonder, which was whatever. Again, I still am not noticing the the uh, difference yeah. of songs. Throughout they all this sound movie. the same. I don't I just not nothing important has happened. We're at the hour mark. This bitch is still awake. She's not asleep <laughs> yet. Everything moves so slow. There's all these really unimportant, irrelevant shots they're doing, like staring under the bridge to the castle for like five seconds. The whole scene with like her father, King Stefan, fighting with King Hubert That's seemed best, unnecessary. It's the best part of the movie, though, because you have the drunk. No, part. the drunk, the drunk musician is the best part. <laughs> and he's just giving himself more wine, which is exactly what Andrew and I want to do <laughs> to get through this movie. This is painful. I'm trying to see if there's anything else here that we didn't really cover. Uh, there was Philip with his horse. Did you want to talk about the accuracy of Philip and his horse? Um, when you ride a horse. To get your horse to do anything, you have to promise it oats and carrots. So they, there was something accurate in this movie, at least. There was That's exactly what you have to do. That's very accurate. It's how I learned to ride. Uh, I think we concluded that uh, Meriwether is absolutely the best of the three fairies. Yes. Sanderson sisters, you mean? Yes. <laughs> She's the best of the Sanderson sisters. And she is also the funniest Sanderson sister. Mary is the funniest. <laughs> well, Sarah's pretty funny, too. Yes. That's a different story. Mary, when she's on the damn vacuum. <laughs> so good. That's I, what I lose it every I time. I like when she, she's watching the commercial with the baby and she makes that sound. She's like, yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, let's um, see. Another note I have here is Nailed It, the Disney edition. Oh, yeah. The cake. So you can't make a damn cake and it's just like Nailed It on Netflix. If you haven't watched it, you're missing out. Please do so. Uh 
they're fighting over the dress color, and that's what tips off Maleficent's crow of, mm-hmm. of Aurora's... 16 years of not using magic. And then they fuck it up that quick. But we've questioned this. We've questioned the controversy of if they haven't been using magic. Well, yeah, because they didn't know how to cook. They didn't know how to make a dress. So how is Aurora getting her damn clothes? Mm-hmm. How is she eating? She Well, she's pretty skinny, but like she's alive, so she's not starved. Yeah. They are clearly not starved. Yeah, they're, those, they're not human. That's right. They're just, they're fairies. Definitely some unanswered questions here. Yeah. That and they had plenty of time through this freaking film to address. I'm really frustrated by like Maleficent hypnotizing her, leading her up these stairs. She moves so slowly and the fairies look like they were moving quick and they still can't catch her. I don't get it. Uh, I had written down here and it was something that we had kind of discussed. The the fairies are continuously going the worst way about doing things. Yeah. Also, so this movie was supposed to be 75 minutes. Yeah. So that means it has like 15 minutes left. Yeah, to wrap up everything. To wrap I mean, up everything. According to what we're watching, there's 20 minutes left, but still, it feels this like... This is a not- bad Photoshop job, so who who actually knows? But oh, yeah. like... It doesn't make sense time-wise. It's like nothing's happened for an hour. So like this Nothing. last 20 minutes has got to be just plot slammed into And we don't face. really know anything about Aurora, I feel like. She's beautiful. She can sing. She's going to go to sleep soon. Very wishy-washy with men. Yeah, the Wikipedia says 75 minutes. So this is 15 minutes <laughs> to wrap up. Yeah, Wikipedia only has two more paragraphs to describe what happens from the point that because, we're at right now. <laughs> because oh it, it all has to happen right now. Her 30-plus elder, you know, betrothed is going to kiss her. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, there was a great drunk guy. We, we talked, talked about, about him. That. We did? Yeah. Andrew's had some wine as well. I'm a little... <laughs> I'm a, yeah. Yep. I am him. No, he's he's so the best he's, part. Yeah. He's he's great. I'm hoping Melissa, uh, Maleficent... Does some crazy stuff in the last 15 minutes well, to I mean, remind me why she's like yeah, such the, a beloved villain. Maleficent 2 is coming out as well. Oh, there's a sequel to there is. that Angelina there is. Jolie yep. masterpiece? Yeah. And I still never saw that. So does that give the... Uh, so I didn't see Maleficent because I can't stand Angelina Jolie. See? Yes! That's why I didn't watch yes. it! Fuck that bitch. Yeah, we can talk about her too on our panel. Anyway. Um. <laughs> right, let's, see, uh, let's see what happens in the last... Uh, 15 to 28 minutes. Spoiler alert. She's going to fall asleep and take a short nap and then be woken up by Prince Philip. That's my prediction. Do you got a prediction? Yeah, there's going to be a little dramatic scene here in about three minutes that'll go about 12 minutes. (laughs) Um, And then then it's over. (laughs) Three minutes is kiss, a song, wedding. Dancing. And then the end. They're dancing in the woods. Isn't that how it ends? Yes. And they close the book. And the little birds and rabbits are in there somewhere. And the owl. The, yes, and the owl. Yeah. Okay, let's and do this. I feel like I remember a dragon. That's the only thing I remember. Oh my god! There's there no is, dragon. There's, a, there's, there's no a room in this plot. There's a dragon. I swear there's a dragon. How oh are we gonna do- my gosh. <laughs> how right. are we going to do this? Let's see how they tie this all together in 15 to 20 minutes. Alright, see you soon. Touch the spindle. Touch it, I say. So we're done. Hallelujah. I mean, if we do another one of these, we know it's only got to go up from here. I'm ready for bed. Yeah. So 
Um, <laughs> so the notes that I have here. We've boring. Got, we've got Aurora falls asleep. Pretty much right when we stopped, it was right before she fell asleep. Yes. Um, we all equally thought that she was going to be in like a glass coffin, but we were all thinking of Snow White, yeah. which is just part of the many ways. She was laying in the Snow bed, White. and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> this um, isn't right. So the fairies decided they're going to put everybody to sleep until the spell's broken, which just seems like a really fucked up plan. Yeah, everyone's asleep until we can figure out what the fuck to do. And I'm just like, people trying to live their life. Like, they're just normal folk. And you're just like, fuck all y'all. Go to bed for however long and waste your lives while we try to solve this. That was weird. Um, The whole thing with, like, Maleficent, the castle... That seemed unnecessary. It was so drawn out. It was so drawn out. Like, just go in there, free the prince, and let's start this thing. Also, the one thing we kept saying throughout the movie was like, if these fairies have powers, why aren't they like teleporting things and doing all this stuff? And we didn't see any of that until it came time to save Prince Philip as he was trying to escape. Like, they're shooting rainbows to like make bridges and turning arrows into flowers. But then they get to that thorny like bush on the way to the castle, mm-hmm. and they're just like, eh. Uh, like chopping down one limb at a time and it's like you were just shooting rainbows out of your wand like what are you doing here and when she turns the the crow to stone it's after every all the damage has been done at that point yeah they could have done that 10 minutes prior shoot him into a little bubble they'd have been back we could have actually seen these two have a nice little life for the last 10 minutes Mm -hmm. nope so you had called out one positive which was that you said that the the horse animation was very accurate <laughs> so when prince philip's going back to like the cabin where maleficent's waiting for him the horse cantering through the woods that was actually very well done like the illustrations were great the mechanics of the horse were really nice um so that was good so like when we were talking sort of about like the acclaims of the movie like in the the illustrations and the animation being very well done that was really good i was actually really impressed by that um but that's I it <laughs> i don't get the praise that this movie has I don't really get I don't know why Maleficent is the face of the Disney villains. Her plan's kind of fucked up, which I do like. Like, her plan is like, I'm only going to keep you here until you're super old, and then I'm going to let you go and wake up the princess, who will still be 16, and you'll be like 90, about to die. Yeah. So like 15 years from now. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, he was already old. <laughs> uh, but what's in it for Maleficent? You know, there was just, I like when villains have some depth to them. Or at least the motivation. Yeah, like and she was motivation. just, she was just, she did like, this is like the freaking housewives of Germany or something. She was upset she wasn't invited to a damn party. So then she had to ruin it for everyone. Yeah, you bring a good, a good point about the character because like, I feel like not a single character really developed. You just hit the surface of every single one equally. We know, we know nothing about Aurora. I know the most about the fairies. Yeah. Yeah, and that's really not the much. fairies movie. Yeah, it was much more about them. Yeah, you know nothing about anyone. But there are people who love this movie. So like I want the people who do love this movie to like email us and let us defend know. yourself. Yeah, why why do you connect with it? Why is it so good to you? That's what I want to know. Why why? Because I look at this list of movies before and slightly after, and it, it's definitely a weak spot. I me. just don't I can't get into that movie. At all. I can see why I haven't watched it since I was four. I was probably four and I was like, this sucks. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Was there anything going on in the world around that time that would 
provide any insight as to why it's so shitty. I think, if I recall correctly, this was right around when Walt Disney's main focus was putting together Disneyland. Ah. Like, I think this was one of those movies where he kind of stepped away from being a creative and focused all of his energy on getting his amusement parks off the ground. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this was... But, I mean, this movie still is a classic. Like, so many people yeah. love this movie. I was so disappointed by the dragon. Like, she's one of the Disney princesses. Yeah. Her castle is the castle of... That's Cinderella's castle. No, I was going to say in Disneyland. Disneyland's castle is oh, Sleeping Beauty's castle. Oh, it's Sleeping Beauty's castle. It's funny. While Disney was creating Sleeping Beauty's castle in Disneyland, while the snooze of a movie was being put out... <laughs> How much is that? It's like you're putting all this investment into this amusement park and you're making this castle the centerpiece and it's your biggest flop. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I really, it was so boring. I, we know nothing about Aurora. How am I supposed to connect with her? You know, Matt, you talked about while we were watching, like there's no big musical number in it that we can sort of learn anything about her and connect with her and make her human on some level. Yeah. She's a baby, and then she's a 16-year-old who's just thirsty, trying to you know, be with a man. And that's it. That's all you know about her. The sto- You know what? I, every Disney movie has that, like, lesson, purpose, like that theme. Moral. Yeah, the moral. There's not, there's not one here, there's I feel nothing. like. No. I feel like the story of Sleeping Beauty is, like, maybe five pages long. Like, I don't think it's a very long fairy tale. Like, not that any of them are, like, novels most of the time. Well, she falls asleep. What is she going to do? <laughs> uh, I mean, right before we went to our last break, I was like, there's definitely a dragon in this. Like, I was, like, all excited because it's the only thing I remember about this movie. It's there man, for 30 seconds. Yeah, it is a disappointing, weak-ass dragon scene. The best part was the animation of Phillips. Missing his the sword dragon. fighting. Yeah, he's just, like, swatting out a fly in the air. <laughs> With, like, a blindfold on. He has no idea what he's doing with a sword. Do you know what movie came after this one, though? Um, so that it would be in the 60s. It was 1961. Pinocchio. You watched it recently. Mary Poppins. Oh, sorry, animated film. Oh, animated. What did I watch recently? 101 Dalmatians. 101 Dalmatians was the next movie that they did. So this was sandwiched in between Lady and the Tramp and 101 Dalmatians. Wow, both those movies are so much better. (laughs) So much better than this. Like Lady and the Tramp is one of my favorites. I love Lady yeah. and the Tramp. I feel like we I need love to it. Do this again, but with any other movie, but <laughs> Sleeping Beauty, and I think we'd have a blast. I so I kind of want to watch Snow White. Yeah. Okay. Like one of their very first ones, and compare it to this one. I'll track that down, and I'll actually get a DVD player next time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it might be on Apple TV. We might actually be able to get it to work. You never know. Um. If not, we could try to reference this YouTube channel again. Yeah, I would love to see this dude's fake ass Photoshop, Photoshop living room again. Larry. Yeah, I can't. I don't even. I don't have much to say. I didn't enjoy it. I really didn't. Some thirteen year old kid from Wyoming. Well, guys, that was our kind of pseudo live review of Sleeping Beauty <laughs> as we watch it and talk through it. Um. Next week, we will be discussing some more Disney news as we begin to, we're about, what, midsummer now, so it's time to reflect on some of our fun memories of Disney throughout the summers and see what's coming down the pipeline for the upcoming fall. 
If you have any topics you'd like to talk about, if you want to discuss your love or disliking of Sleeping Beauty, let us know. You can email us at disneytopodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook with our Disneytos group, or you can hit us up on Twitter at Disneytopodcast. At Disneytopodcast, I mean. I think our page name is Disneytos. And our too many page names to remember. Podcast. I'll get it right eventually. <laughs> One day. Hi, I'm Andrew. And I'm Bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, do it for real. Fuck no, it, we'll do no, it live. Not. Do I say hi to Xander? Or this is this yeah. Is this is how we start every podcast. <laughs> you don't say that you're Brooke. <laughs> yeah, you could you could say you're me. I'll be like, and I'm Andrew. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Tricked you. <laughs> All right. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.